To Die For podcast includes the spooky, scary, salacious, and sometimes psychotic. Listener discretion is advised. so dark. Ooh, look at that. Buttons. What's that in your hand? A little retainer banner? Oh, yeah. These are my retainers. I can put them back in my mouth now. Yay. Oh, goodness. I'm Sexy almost done. Beast. Almost done. My teeth aren't going to point in anymore. So, you know. Do they actually work? Yeah. Yeah, they've totally moved my teeth around. Really? So, you know, I we should that. get some sort of like, oh, yeah, no, you can like. Mine are bad. So, Mine are the um, mine are the cheap ones, mm-hmm. um, which are good for uh, anything. Hmm. It's so we'll plug this right, and then we'll try right. to get somebody to like sponsor us. Um, so I got Smile Direct, and they are the cheaper version of like Invisalign. Invisalign so yeah, because yeah, I Invisalign are like actual like they do some braces shit. These ones just will move your teeth generally around, <laughs> right. Which is really all I needed, so it was perfect, and it was way cheaper. All of my teeth, like, as a little, I'm turning into a little lady, and all of my side teeth were, like, pushing in <laughs> and starting. Like, I literally had teeth that were just angled into my mouth, not, you They were know. like, you don't need and, this. And it fixed Well, it. you wow. know, it basically was like, you know, blowjobs are great when you put teeth involved. Oh, right? Jesus. That's <laughs> fucking horrible. Okay, so I know that that we have recorded an episode since then, um, but the last one that was uh, released, I hung out with Mama Ducky this weekend, and she was like, I had to stop listening. And I'm like, what? Really? She's like, yeah, the last Las Vegas one. I'm like, what? Really? She's like, I'm a fuddy-duddy. All you guys were talking about was (laughs) ass-fucking. I don't even remember what? talking about that. <laughs> uh, Were we really? Which is oh, yeah. also, I think, also really speaks towards. Um, oh my god, our moms are so like our moms are prudes. <laughs> I know she's they like, I'm don't funny daddy now. They don't think they are, but they are. I know, but I love you, Mama Ducky. Right. I promise, Still that's, love you, love you so much. They're not Ella. prudes. They just might not want to hear their daughters talking about ass well, fucking. Well, I mean that. <laughs> Jesus too. Christ, that too. I, don't I, want my mom I feel like either. I've exposed your mom to a lot. I think I've like, I just naturally make people feel uncomfortable and comfortable at the same time, and then they're not sure how to feel, and then they join my cult. There you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, we could be done with that for now so that Mama Ducky will potentially listen to the rest of this episode. <laughs> right, do you get co- points from, like, if she stops listening in the first five minutes, is, is that much worse than her stopping to listen to it at the end of it? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, come back, you know, but it's too late. She's already turned it off. Yeah, I know. She. Uh, I was like, you know, they have a fast forward button, but it's uh, it's fine. We still love you, Mama Ducky. You're our best I mean, fan. Well, I mean, if we're dropping ass bombs just left and right, who knows Wait, if we're going to run into one, you know? Isn't um, who's Noodle's best friend? Dylan. 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 And Dylan emailed us. So Again? He, he, wow, he loves us. 
He really no. does. You. Yeah, he does really love you. Um, and eventually you will pay attention to the things that I send you in a text message. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I pay attention because okay. I do love you. But it was specifically to you and the hate mail that you Requested. wanted. Yeah. Oh, no, I did read that. Yeah, I read that. From See, it doesn't even like hit. He didn't know. Well, Dylan, Dylan, you've gone we into love an, you abusive, both. Yeah. an abusive relationship with noodles. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to say that maybe get you help. Get help. Get yeah. out. Yeah, don't go ahead. Dylan, don't leave. Uh, <laughs> wow. You are abusive. Yes. Um, so <laughs> That's awesome. From, I'm just from reading it. our lovely Dylan. Fuck you, Noodles. There's, <laughs> there's your hate mail. Love the show, so there's not much to say about it hatefully. So, <laughs> so we love you, Dylan. Noodles, right. on the other hand, is an abusive asshole. Get out while you can. Wait, why am I Where an abusive are, asshole? <laughs> I, dude, I don't know. You tell me. Yeah, know. Why are you? Do we need to go back in your past? What <laughs> has know. led you to this We've point? I learned not to go back into his past. It's a good you it's know a, yeah we all know why yeah, don't, <laughs> it is don't go questionable <laughs> dylan dylan i'm sorry you're just getting years and years of repress repressed rage and rage and <laughs> sadness yeah, i can't let anyone in yeah. i can let all dylan right. in <laughs> yeah to abuse him god <laughs> Oh, all right. Well, we are back for part two. Do either of you remember what we're talking about? Oh my God, we're doing a part two. Well, I, second, second, the spooky ooky part. Oh, okay. So last time was murder. Mm-hmm. Who got <laughs> murdered? Do you remember who got murdered? All I remember is that I picked the wrong person, and it was the dude. That was the murderer. Was I right last time? I think I was right last time. You were, you were. right. I yeah. can't believe you can't remember when you're right. Yeah. Because yeah. um, I remember every time I'm right. <laughs> you thought he was the murderer and he wasn't the murderer. No, no. the opposite. No, he opposite. was the murderer. Yes. Okay. Now I kind of remember a little bit. Um, nope. Lost it. Oh, wait. He was like a. Nope. But where was this? Was it a location specific thing or was it nope. like a. Y'all are gonna hate me because <gasps> you neither one of you wanted to be here for this episode. Oh man, does it involve something with like dolls? Kids? No. Is it kids? No. Oh. It's <sighs> The Exorcist. Oh. oh. <laughs> and the possession of Roland Doe. Mm. Okay, wait. Da, I'm gonna try da, to remember. Da. So the last one, it, like, the reason why I was connected to the Exodus is because the guy was, like, one of the background characters. Mm-hmm. Correct. Or I don't remember what, but... So he, he worked... He has the same job as Alexis. He he does radiol Or he did radiology. Oh, right. Now I remember. Now I remember. Yep, and yep, so, yep. yep, the director saw them do the the procedure and went, "This is so creepy. I want it in my movie, and I want you guys to actually do it." Right, that's right. Mm-hmm. He was in the movie, and yep. and but he was, and like, he had already killed people, right, right. in that movie. Uh no, well, yeah. it depends. 
No, I think it was afterwards technically, but I think it it kind of depended on if he actually did commit those other murders. There Which was he the did. probably, and if so, then yes. So, <laughs> uh, we are back from snack liquids slacker break slackers yes good job okay so before we hop oh wait (laughs) welcome to to die for (laughs) oh my god yeah that's right we have a podcast (laughs) uh i'm lizza and this is lolo sup and noodles hello everyone not dylan You know, someday we're going to remember to do that. Well, I'm going to remember to do that, like, at the beginning. Maybe. I mean, that's what editing a long time for is for, right? Yeah, no, I don't care. It's going to stay where it is. <laughs> if, you're, if you've made it this far, welcome. All right. Now we're hopping into... <laughs> so, Okay, before we hop into the actual details of, like, the real-life exorcism that inspired the movie, we have to take a super quick detour to the curse that seemed to attach itself to the movie. <gasps> what? Oh, yeah. man. There's a curse attached it. to the movie? I'm, a, I'm already cursed. We're gonna you watched watch it? Together. Oh, yeah. I totally watched it when I was a kid. It's not a good idea. Oh, I thought you meant, like, recently to get, like, No, we're all going to watch it together. Yeah, when, we're going to watch it together. This? I don't want to do this. Have you ever seen it? Yeah. That sounds like a no. I have. Did I just you walk out on it. No, I just didn't see a lot of it, you know, because I was like scared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you know how Lolo's like terror movie is Poltergeist. This is mine, and I have never seen it. So I told her I would watch it, but we all have. To You've watch never it. seen it. Interesting. I have not. So it's. it's Do you, the have one you seen that- any clips of it at all? I have, and they scared the bejesus out of me for some yeah. reason. So that's why I can't watch The Conjuring because just the which what I'm told is that it's not that scary, but everything that I see in the trailers is already like my worst nightmare. <laughs> right, along with Chucky. Never have seen. Yeah. Chucky. You do not like dolls. Yeah, I don't like Chucky. I, do I really like don't. Dolls. When I when I was a kid, I saw Chucky right, and so I would go urinate in the bathroom, and I swear. I could hear little footsteps down the hall every time I pissed. Oh, I don't like that. Right? Yeah. And so I'd stop pissing as soon as I possibly could. I, sometimes I'd just grab it, you know, and just like, <laughs> you know? And I'm like, whoa. I heard something down there. I'm holding a knife in my left hand, my dick in my right, just <laughs> piss everywhere. It was my I, dog. It was my dog the entire I mean, time. The Chucky <laughs> I mean, Chucky has really encouraged my fear of uh dolls for sure there you go i don't know i just always because i remember when those were like a regular toy and it was the my buddy the my yeah buddy, no and those were my buddy and me like that's all i think of when i see it definitely within my like i that was i that was, was in, in your right, lifetime too yeah yeah that was within the, the i was that was my right age yeah like, those were the toys that we had anyways back to the movie <laughs> That we will be watching soon. Uh, So first off, there was a freak fire on the set of the family home for the movie. Turns out a bird flew into the circuit box and everything burned down on set except for Reagan's bedroom. 
Ew, ew. Uh-huh. Who's Reagan? <laughs> the little girl. I dated a girl named Reagan once. Was she I think Reagan's a cool name in general. She I was think. a cool girl, yeah. But no, she wasn't possessed. No, she wasn't possessed, no. <laughs> I like that you had to think about that. <laughs> well, right. there's a no, lot of no, crazy so. ladies in no. my life. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah. Mm, how about what's which that one? one? No. Nope, that one's all right. That one was okay. All right. Well, both the actresses who played Reagan and then her mom suffered major spinal injuries from shooting, with Linda Blair actually fracturing her lower spine, and they used that footage in the movie. No. What do you mean? Like she like contorted Broke. herself so horribly she- that she broke her spine? Yeah, I mean, so she, she did contort herself pretty hardcore. It was, I believe, for both. I know for her specifically. I can't remember for the mom in the movie, but it was when they were like they had her rigged up to levitate, and like mm-hmm. something went wrong with the rigging, and so it it went horribly awry, and she fractured her lower spine. And they were, she was like, "No, this is really hurting me." And they're like, "No, you're fine, you're fine." And it, then they used the actual footage. Oh man, yeah. Now I want to like find that. Yeah. <laughs> so when the movie was released, it said that during a screening in Rome, a bolt of lightning struck the church directly across from the theater. So that's weird. And in the U.S., one woman passed out because she was so freaked out and broke her jaw from the fall. I mean, that's not too hard to do. I feel like I could definitely break a jaw from falling. I mean, yes, but this is not. I'm not feeling that one. I don't want to watch this. You are going to watch it. No, you are fucking watching it. Uh... It's happening. Uh, numerous other moviegoers fainted, vomited, and just straight out left the theater. Linda Blair received so many death threats that the studio had to hire a bodyguard for her. Yeah, is Linda Blair, is she the mom or the daughter? The daughter. She's the main character. The little girl. Oh, God. She looks so normal. <laughs> right? Now. Now she does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if all of that wasn't enough, two of the cast members died, who also died in the movie, uh, before the film ever made it to theaters. And then Linda what? Blair's... Yeah. Both of them died in the movie, and they died in real life. <laughs> uh, so then Linda Blair's grandfather died. The uh, actor who played Father Marin, his brother died on the first day of shooting. And the son of the actor who played Father Damien Karras almost died when he was hit by a motorcycle. So just like all kinds of weird juju. And Okay, so uh, I'm looking this up about the leg breaking her back and stuff. Yeah, I did and, too. And it says that they were literally pulling her to the ground. So they made basically made her fall harder. Yeah. It's it was um it was a fucked up situation, <laughs> especially for, I mean, I can't remember how old she was, but she was pretty much a, a young girl, like right. maybe pre like early teens, preteens, that kind of thing. Like, yeah. And so lastly, in 1987, 14 years after the release, tragedy struck again when the woman who played Pazuzu's voice 
Her son murdered his wife and his children before then taking his own life. Uh, I feel like this Dang. is like how you get a whole bunch of re- like religious crazy people like being like, see, this is what you get for, for doing something yeah. about the devil. Mm-hmm. Well, I, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's uh, exorcisms are weird. And oh wait, the one that that was being pulled down was the mom in the character. I didn't uh, see the thing for um, Linda Blair. Yeah, I uh, I can't remember where I came across that, but it was yeah, it was one of the things of like yeah, everywhere she hurt herself real bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, the mom totally hurt herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I think to this day, uh, Linda Blair has. Uh, back problems because of shooting this movie. Oh yeah, no, it says, oh no, I found it. It says both of them suffered back injuries um, but specifically like it was when they were pulling I, why would they pull you down? Like you would, I guess shitty special effects? Yeah, I mean it was what the 70s I think is, I forgot to write down Yeah, the, it was like the 70s so I mean you're not talking super awesome Stunts, special effects stuff. <laughs> Ooh, they had They're a just... creepy ass puppet. Holy I do, I shit balls, that's I don't terrifying. Watch this. <laughs> Jesus. We are going I don't to either, watch but... this. I've already watched it, so I'm already tormented. There we go. Oh. All right. So, yeah, all of that is just like super coolio. 73 is when this was made. Thank you. Also, kind of cracked me up when I wrote down Coolio in my notes. It capitalized the C. <laughs> Throwback. I mean, yeah. To Coolio. <laughs> How is Coolio doing? I don't think his hair has gotten any better. Probably not. Oh my god, there's a puppet. There's a puppet. Uh, why am I looking at that? That's terrifying. I don't know. You both are looking terrified. It's it's kind of great. Right. <laughs> And you're doing it to yourself. Right? No, we're cho- I mean, I come back every week. Well, yeah, but you're also specifically Googling shit right I now. Can't yeah, watch no. This. no, you're fucking watching this. Jesus. Ugh. It's happening. So all when right. is this happening? Is this happening like next week? I don't know. We'll figure it out. We've gotta okay. figure out when all of us can be in one place. And then we should like live it on Facebook or something. Right. So people can join us. All right. So on that note, let's jump into the real life possession case of Roland Doe, sometimes referred to as Robbie Manhelm. Uh, The boy's real name has been kept from the media, so the beginnings of his life are a little hazy. Um, He was born around 1935 and was the only child of his German Lutheran family. He was living in Cottage City, Maryland, and in the late 1940s, Roland was deep in mourning for his favorite aunt and best friend, Harriet, sometimes referred to as Tilly, going with Harriet. You don't like Tilly? (laughs) I like Tilly. I do like Tilly, but it seemed like more places called her Harriet, so I don't know. Aunt Harriet was a spiritualist who would share her loves for all things spiritual and somewhat spooky-ooky, including communicating with the dead through a Ouija board. Again, we should not play with the Ouija nope, board. No, should not I be wanna, doing that. Is it weird that I want to play with the Ouija board because my mom always told me not to play with the Ouija board, but then also I'm like, oh, she might be kind of right. Right? 
I yeah, I don't know. Mom mom scared me too bad. I'm like, nope, just Did not. she tell was she also like no? Oh yeah. Don't. Like never, like don't it is not it is not something you play with. We yeah. But yeah. yeah. Why are why are our moms so against it? I mean because I again I don't smart. know that they're <laughs> I don't, Hmm. Because, because they know shit. I don't know. Right? Huh. <laughs> um, in January of 1949, strange shit begins to happen in the family home. The family hears scratching noises from the walls and floors <laughs> and other unexplainable noises. This is before or after the filming? Oh, this is in like the forties. Okay, okay. So, so this it's is already this house is haunted. They picked this house out because it was fucking haunted. No, so this is okay. So this is the story that The Exorcist is based off of oh, a true okay, story. Okay, okay, okay. So we're talking back in the forties. Everything was totally fine until the end of the forties when Aunt Harriet dies. Okay, and then they have a rat infestation. They don't because they were like, yeah, we're hearing weird scratching noises. They bring in exterminators, but they couldn't find any indication whatsoever of uh, any no. pests, rats, mice, no. anything. Scratching. Mm-mm. Yep. So they're like, well, that's weird, but you know, okay. Until furniture begins to move around on its own. And objects would levitate or fly through the air whenever Roland was nearby. Aw, Harriet totally missed Roland. Was Roland okay with this? Roland was not okay with this. (laughs) Roland was like, what the shit? Roland is not on board. Uh, Especially when they seem to go really badly in his room whenever he tries to go to sleep. His bed begins to move and shake on its own with him in it. And it would sound like literally troops were marching towards his bed, but no one was there. If he was able to fall asleep amidst all of this chaos, he would have nightmares of evil spirits. His body would contort in horrible ways, and he would wake up screaming or speaking in a deep guttural voice. So this is like a real guy. Real guy. Yep real kid he's i think about 13 at this point we're oh yeah and like some like really Maryland. perfect yeah. little place Do yeah i think he was just fucking with everyone you know like you know 13 year old boys it's like you know what nobody wants fuck the world i'm gonna mm-hmm. be a crazy kid how do you make like i don't There's well okay some... wait if it's only so it's happening more when he's around but does it, it has happened without him being around um I think so. Um, again, because like the family was never like specifically interviewed or, you know, like this was all kind of before people really started documenting the whole thing. It's a little less, hmm. um, you know, I can't tell you specifically if there was, but I believe that they would hear like the scratchy noises and stuff like that when he wasn't around. I but- mean, especially if they're calling in, uh, exterminators and stuff right and they're yeah, not still, finding anything it's pretty so, screwed up that he's having to deal with all that if it is you know. right 
Well, and he doesn't even get any kind of reprieve because when he goes to school, the books and papers would fly off of his desk when it wasn't shaking its way across the floor on its own. No. At his house or at... At school. school. So that this problem follows him. It follows him. Um, it becomes too much for him and his schoolmates, so his parents take him out of school at this point, not knowing what to do. So his schoolmate is just like, ah, this is this shit's crazy. Your kids yeah, they're like, me. what the fuck is happening? Just yeah. trying to study and this fucking guy keeps moving shit around me. Yeah. Like his books keep hitting me in the back of the head. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. So they take him to a psychiatrist and a psychologist and they both deem him to be, quote, normal, but high strung. And so they're like, okay, now what? So... Not knowing where else to turn, they go to their Lutheran pastor, who luckily was actually super into parapsychology. Oh, fancy that. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? For a small fee, he can fix all right. of I feel like I feel like people don't get into parapsychology. They're just like, somebody comes to them with a really fucked up story and they're like, I'm into it. What are you yeah, I think I'm going to come she's over like, later. Totally, she's totally into it. I think okay. I'm going to come over later and see how this pans out. Right. So the the pastor is actually a bit skeptical. Um, he's not sure if it is just Roland pulling shit or he thinks that maybe if there is something going on that it's potentially a poltergeist. Um, so he comes up with a plan and it's basically thinking that if it is a poltergeist or Roland doing something, it won't be able to leave the house. So he has Roland come over and spend the night at home with him and his wife, thinking, okay, if he comes over, nothing's going to happen because it's a poltergeist fucking with him at his house. house. But he was following him to school. Right. But like I said, <laughs> he's he's skeptical. So <laughs> if, it's, if it's not Roland, it can't leave this house. Well, so I think... Hmm. <laughs> But Roland went to the supermarket. <laughs> right. Uh, no, I think I think a lot of people believe that if you have a poltergeist debt, like that, it is generally tied to a location. A location. A I mean, I don't know that that's always, but I think right. that's. I it. mean, well, we have a lot of really definitive science. Right. Right. It's just science we don't. I mean, he's a parapsychologist, yet. so he should know. Yes. Um, so they. No, he's uh, just interested he's in interested. Paris. Right. Yes. That is two uh, different things. <laughs> it's like three years away from being the expert. <laughs> yes. Correct. Uh, so the so Roland comes over and the the two fall asleep in twin beds a short ways apart from each other until Roland's bed begins to shake uncontrollably. Now, not quite knowing what to make of it, the pastor's like, okay, uh, we'll set you up in this armchair in the corner of the room, and let's go back to sleep. Is that the the armchair? That's the chair we saw. The devil's armchair? That's the chair. Oh, no, that was a rocking chair. That was the chair. I don't, maybe? It was, because he said, remember, he was talking about the chair, and then... And then that was, woman freaked out and left the room. That was crazy. <gasps> at the at the haunted museum, we saw there was a, very, a lady left. We saw, yeah, we saw the chair that she is describing that Roland sat in. I'm assuming. 
I, it was definitely a creepy chair. And she was one of the way people who had done the VIP thing. So she got to get all up close and personal with the chair. And she was like, mm, nope. She like had to basically like back out to like the very edge of the room as far away as possible. It was interesting. Wow. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so he's in this chair and he's like, okay, cool. Gonna go back to sleep. Uh, except that the chair then goes crazy bouncing around all over the place and eventually literally throws him off of the chair onto the floor. So now, what are you, <laughs> you're freaking noodles out. Now we can see the door. Right. Don't. And it's one of those old, like for all the listeners out there, it's like one of those old crystal bathroom doorknobs with the bronze doorknob with the keyhole at the bottom Mm -hmm. that you there's paper in it because you can totally look through the key you you know when you see a doorknob like start to move on its own and try to open that's the doorknob that she has and she decides to point her camera at it i every time we because that way i can sit comfortably in my little office because i want (laughs) to lean back there you go all right well um at this point The pastor's at, like, a total loss. He's like, I don't know what to do. So he's like, okay, um, we're going to take one of the mattresses and put it on the floor in between the beds. And then you can just sleep there and I'll be, like, right next to you in in the actual bed. And this, like, next little bit, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. You don't have to tell us. No, I do. Because if I don't like it, I need to share. He is barely settled in when the entire mattress gets yanked under the bed and begins bash like bouncing around, bashing Roland into the frame of the bed. Oh shit. I just that <laughs> That's awesome. Just that like being yanked under the bed just like hits right? that no, childhood fear of fucking monsters are. Oh yes. Well, because when you're on a bed, what is it about being a child and thinking that the mattress is like home base? Like the mattress won't move. The sheets, as long as your feet aren't outside of the sheets, it's all okay. But the the, the fucking whatever is out there was like, you know what? You're right. You're right. It's home base, but I'm just going to take your base (laughs) and slam you into another base. Right? (laughs) I'm just going to rip you underneath your Fuck your rules. I don't like it. Don't like it. If this poor kid hasn't had enough, like, of a rough night, three claw-like cuts appear on his arm for the next four nights after this sleepover. Wait, they just keep. Wait, they continually show up, or is it one like one set that is there? Cuts like bloody cuts. I don't think they're like deep gashes, but yeah, I think they're like, yeah, like kind of bloody scratches kind of thing. So, you know, that's, that's fun. If this kid is doing this, a, a grade act. Seriously. Honestly. He's he's in it to win it. He is the most intense method actor I've ever met. Right. Right. (laughs) He's a true savant. Yes. Uh, So the pastor realizes he is totally in over his head and suggests that they go to the Catholic Church for further help. So his parents take him to see a Father Hughes. And at this point, the insanity continues because when they get there, Father Hughes notices that when Roland actually enters the room, the temperature drops dramatically. 
And then during their meeting, his phone goes flying off of his desk. And then Roland begins to basically seem like uncontrollably spout obscenities at the priest. Do we think that his aunt like is haunting him or that she was actually protecting him this whole time or so at one point the mom actually does like yell out like Harriet if that's you knock three times and it does like there are three knocks but if so why would Harriet be like tormenting him you know what I mean so this is my thought I think you know how we always assume that that spirits can just interact however they please? Mm-hmm. Like they have I a mean, choice. That's an assumption you're making. Well, I'm just saying. I watched uh, the movie Ghost, and that's not how it works. Yeah, I just assume that most people <laughs> feel like ghosts can just they can decide how they want to interact. If they want to make a, a light go, they make a light go. If they want to say something, they say something. My guess is that Harriet. This is the only way she had. She knew how to how to communicate, and it was at the cost of this this kid's this like mental state. And she was well, just like, "Hey, uh, you, you guys can hear me, but I can't quite seem to get out what I want to say." Mm-hmm. It could be. It also it does also seem like a lot of times, um, like beings or whatever you want to call it, that are definitely not of the good sort will pretend to be. Mm-hmm. You know, either some somebody that you know, or yeah, you know, it was it was totally like your daughter, exactly. It was like Annabelle the doll, where she was like, you know, they the whatever it was told them that you know she was a little girl and she was just so lonely and missed her mom, and so they were like, yeah, of course you can totally stay and we'll be you know and blah blah blah, and like invited it in, and then it just went. You know, because mm-hmm. they had opened the door. So it could be something like that, too. Like maybe trying to trick them into thinking that it was Harriet so that they were more open. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I honestly think it's more terrifying if, like, if like Harriet is trying to say something and she can't. And then she recognizes that she's, like, destroying Roland well, in the process. But then she's just like, you know what? It. I don't care. I don't right. care. Kill this kid. <laughs> right. I'm going to keep going. It. That would be more terrifying to me. Yeah. No holds barred here. There we go. Right. So all of it is just super fucked. Um, And so the, they've now gone to see this Catholic priest and he's like, yeah, this, this seems, this seems not great. So he goes to the archbishop for permission to perform an exorcism, which is granted. And so soon Roland is checked into Georgetown Hospital under an alias, and they begin the exorcism rites. Who knows how to do an exorcism? Like, is there a handbook? There are specific rites that the Catholic Church has, like basically these like prayers and all these things, kind of a step-by-step guide that they've had for like hundreds of years. And so that's why that's why generally when you get into like exorcisms and stuff like that a lot of it you will hear about being catholic related Mm. Mm -hmm. and you have to like you can't just be a priest and be an exorcist like you have to go through this crazy process to become one of the few official exorcists that they have are there still like is there an official exorcist right now do can Mm -hmm. we find him oh yeah, there are definitely there's more than one. We should have uh, an exorcism on me. <laughs> Who did you take home? 
Alexis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrifying. <laughs> it's only because I love her. So, and I, I do believe that there are kind of some levels too. Like, I, I think there's, you know, you can do kind of like a, a basic more like read some prayers kind of thing. And then there's the like full out, like the power of Christ compels you like exorcisms. Mm-hmm. So I believe this first one was kind of a bit more um, low-key, I guess. Mm -hmm. While they're performing these rites, Roland gets more and more upset until somehow he suddenly manages to slip out of the wrist restraints that they had him in. He rips a bed spring from the mattress and slices Father Hughes from shoulder to wrist, requiring a hundred stitches. Can we just go back to the bed spring? Spring. I'm, right. I am really excited about a bed spring. <laughs> spring. Bed I don't know. Spring. Like, how do you rip a bed spring out of a I think you jam your hand into the bed and then rip it the fuck out. Yeah, I, I don't know. Or is it like I one of those like... bed, bed, you know, before we had be- yeah, box springs? Yeah, with all of the. Yeah, 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 yeah. With like. It's the kind of. Cuts, yeah. cuts the guy from shoulder to. Wrist. To wrist. A hundred stitches are needed to sew him back up. Yeah. Um, So they definitely stop. (laughs) This is a documented thing that happened? As far as I know, yeah. Wow. I mean, documented with what? (laughs) (laughs) Pen and paper. No, I don't know. (laughs) Well, no, I am, like, did they film it? Like, is there... No, there there wasn't... What sort of records do we have? Um... Again, not quite sure on some of this um, earlier stuff. Once we get into things where it gets like kind of more serious, one of the people involved keeps a detailed diary of all of the the events that happened and such. Hmm. So this stuff is, I I believe, a bit more of hearsay and you know people being there and saying this is what I saw. I don't hmm. know. Gotcha. Um, for some reason, a few days later, they release him from the hospital. And a couple of days after that, he is terrified when he's getting ready to go to bed and he finds bloody scratches across his stomach that read Lewis. Now, grasping at straws, his family takes this as a sign that they need to go to St. Louis and move in with their Catholic relatives living there. That sounds like those people in St. Louis were not excited about that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, you're like, seaweed, what? what? Why? Really? That's what they decided that means. I, I mean, what do you... I, it was I actually I Louise. And... <laughs> it was like, Louis, I mean, I want... and they were supposed to go to France. Right. Okay? <sighs> that was why this didn't work. Maybe they just needed to go, like... Man, I'm... So I'm so curious if... um, Oh, fuck, what was her name? Harriet? Mm-hmm. Like, who the Lewis in their Harriet? Like, who right, Lewis yeah. to Harriet? I don't know. But it's, you know, and I mean, at this point, you've you've been going through for at least days, if not probably weeks, just weird shit. You're not sleeping. You This thing happens and you're like, yeah, that's that totally makes sense. We're doing this. Let's do right. that. How long, like, how, how long has this been going on for him now? 
Um, they don't. They don't have specific dates of exactly when it started. Um, but it's it's definitely been at least a couple weeks. Okay. I was kind of thinking that this was like something that had already happened over like some years. Yeah, I don't think no, we're. Yeah, we're not. We're not talking pace. years. Yeah. Okay. Fast paced here, please. Yeah, we might we might potentially be talking a few months, but okay. but not years. Um, so unfortunately they get to St. Louis and the same shit starts happening and they are just devastated. Roland's cousin witnesses his nightly torture. Cause like, how do you miss that? And, uh, <laughs> and so the cousin goes to their Jesuit college professor to see if he would be willing to meet with Roland and see if he could help at all. The professor was Father Bowden, and he agreed to come over and take a look and meet with Roland. He also brings Father Bishop, and they both read prayers to him for about an hour around bedtime, and nothing happens. So they eventually leave. And, of course, as soon as they leave, all hell breaks loose, like, literally. (laughs) The bookcase in his room scrapes across the floor and blocks the door so that no one can get in or out. The holy water they had left on the nightstand flies off of the table and shatters on the floor. And all of this prompts his family to call the priest and say, please get the fuck back here, which they do. <laughs> right. And this is And this is not in the time of cell phones. So it no. wait till they got home. Yes. They had to look up the goddamn number. Yep. yep. He looks wait. like a normal guy. Roland huh. does. Oh, did you look him up? Roland looks like a nice young man. So I'm like, I don't know why he would have the... A reason to make this all up, but damn. Right. So uh, they do come back, and they also witness all of the crazy shit happening. So now they're like, okay, yeah, we're definitely dealing with some bad juju. So they have to again gain permission to perform the rites of exorcism, and to do so at this point, they have to prove that they believe Roland is indeed on the path to a full-blown possession. This was kind of cool. I had not heard of this before. Um, I probably should have dug some more to see, like, get some backup sources, but I'm going with it because it was a Catholic priest talking about it. Uh, (laughs) So they believe that he had already reached the first three levels of possession, which are, one, demonic infestation, or an evil being in a location or object. So kind of like the Dybbuk box. Number two is demonic vexation or physical attacks from a demonic being. So scratches and such. Three, demonic obsession or mental attacks from a demonic being. And then four is full-on demonic possession where the individual is taken over completely by the demonic figure. Okay, what was the sec what was the third one again? Third one was obsession. So you've got you've got an first off you've got like an evil being or a location or object. So like the house is, you know, the it started with the house being evil. Mm-hmm. Then you get to the physical attacks, so the scratches, the cuts, the, mm-hmm. you know, slamming into the bed. Then you get mental, which is demonic obsession. 
And so he's got that kind of shit going on with like the nightmares and the screaming and the blah, blah, blah. And then so they're like, yeah, he's definitely one through three. And then four is full on demonic possession. Did we ever did we ever explain that I just saw a headline for Roland Doe? And it says Priest Freeze Mount Rainier Boy reported held in Devil's Grip and it's a Washington newspaper. Did we know that he was in Washington State when this was all happening? <laughs> he was not. He was in Maryland. Um Okay. But there's more. Well, so there was there was some that I was reading about there being a nearby area called like Mount Rainier, I think. I or it was not Washington though. Like I think it was a nearby town. Uh and so Oh, yeah. That says Washington yeah. DC. There we go. <laughs> yeah, I was like no. Washington. I was going to say what the fuck? No way. I don't want this here. No way. No, yeah. No. Other side of the country. So, uh, uh, Father Bowden is granted permission for the exorcism. So on March 16th, him, Father Bishop, and Walter Halloran, who was a priest in training, begin day one of the rites. Uh, Father Bishop is tasked by Bowden to keep a detailed diary of the entire process. So this is where things start getting more thoroughly documented and they recite the latin prayers and at that point bloody scratches start to appear on roland but that's nothing in comparison to the burn type brand that reads help that shows up on his chest and seems to be like it's coming from inside of his chest oh so Again, mm. I feel like we've misdiagnosed um, Lewis. I don't think that they went <laughs> yeah. to the right spot. Yep. I told you. They, they, France. Louis. <laughs> right. I feel like we, they, they're like, oh, you need to go find. The-. I feel like they, he was talking about a dude. Probably. You need to go find Lewis. Lewis will fix this shit. Not St. Louis. So, yeah. So, this poor kid gets this, like, crazy burned brand thing type that shows up on his chest and they keep it up for nine long hours until Roland finally collapses and they end for the day. (laughs) And just to make things so much better, they think that this day has actually provoked the demon into the last and final step of a full possession so that's super shitty. Demons, shut up! Quit making fun of me. <laughs> I mean, are they like? Do you think that these priests are like? Well, this kid's fucked anyway. We might as well see how far we can take this thing. Right, like, right. No, let's complete this I fucker. Mean, honestly, this is gonna go one of two I ways. <laughs> have this sneaking suspicion that priests don't actually know how to do shit. They just have been saying like, "Well, here's." Here's what we've been doing. I think that they but were like, like sitting around there like, you know what? Th- today's the day we're going to get a high score. We failed. <laughs> we failed a couple days ago. Today's the high score. I mean, Lewis is there. We saw Lewis. We see the brand. We see help. I mean, we're we're on our way, guys. Oh, man, I feel like they like that they do actually they get yeah, off on you, it for sure. No, 
no, I no. Well, hmm. oh, never mind. I'd take all of it. Why? Why am I even defending? There yeah. we go. Yeah, probably. Correct. There you go. All right. Well, they go through two more nights of rites until the third night when Roland becomes basically a savage creature. He thrashes and bites everyone around him. And then he starts gagging and motions to the window. At this point, he begs them to open the window because the demon is leaving him. So they're like, fuck yeah. And they open the window. Just let he it vomits. out to the world. Great. <laughs> yeah. He vomits and says that he feels purged. So they all leave him to rest and recuperate. That is until 2 a.m. when everything starts right back up again, including the rites. Now on day five at 3.15 in the morning, the entire bed manages to levitate eight inches off the ground before slamming back down to the floor with Roland in it. (laughs) And day by day, he is getting more and more volatile. And on day eight, they move him to the rectory at St. Louis University, but it doesn't take long before he is attracting way too much attention. Because, like, everyone can hear him outside and shit. It's so loud and wild and insane. Jesus. (laughs) Did they not try to, like, sedate him or something? I'm sure. I... Did he ever actually go to a psychiatrist or a psychiatrist? Yeah. Yeah, remember he had gone to both. Right. Well, maybe we don't trust them. Because what time frame is this again? Are they shit? Late 40s. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, they're not great at this. I mean, nobody's great at any of the things that are happening. That, because, yeah, everybody's yeah. just shit. <laughs> everybody's just shitty. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, at this point, he now seems to have acquired some superhuman strengths, and it takes three full-grown men to barely restrain him. P.S. He's legit a scrawny 13-year-old. And eventually he manages to break loose and hits Halloran so hard that he breaks his nose. So, <laughs> scrawny 13-year-old, two adult Again, men, three. Zero. I thought it was three adult men. Well, he, he has now scored two victories from the guy he scratched down the arm mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the broken nose. Yep. Mm, okay. So adult men zero, scrawny 13-year-old two. He's currently winning. Uh, on day 11, again, for some reason, they let him go home. And <laughs> They're like, please go home. Yeah, actually, that's probably like, we don't know what the fuck to do with you at this point. Gonna need you to leave. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> He he does manage to enjoy a five-day lull with no paranormal activity, hmm. but on day 16, he's, like, insistent that he has to write something down, and when given pen and paper, he writes, quote, I will stay 10 days, but will return after the four days are up. I am the devil himself. So they're like... I will stay 10 days. Yes. But will return after the four days are up. I am the devil himself. Hmm. So they're like, um, WTF, mate. Right, seriously. Right. <laughs> mm. Is is Roland still alive? No. Oh, he died. He did. But recently. So 
Right, not from this. Not from this, no. Uh, The next day, he was scheduled to be baptized officially into the Catholic Church because, you know, he was Lutheran. So they're like, maybe if he's, you know, officially Catholic, that'll help. Mm -hmm. Um, But on the way to the church, he leaps into the front seat of the car and grabs the steering wheel, almost causing the car and everyone in it to crash and die. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So that's right. Like, there's things like this where it's like, if if somehow he is pulling all this shit off, like, he's going balls to the wall with it. Like, mm-hmm. no fear. It is. Uh, he starts screaming at them, you won't baptize me away, things like that. Mm. But they do drag him kicking and screaming to the baptism. So then we get to, I believe... I forgot to write it down, but day 20, Father Bowden is like, let's, I I feel like you should go back to Maryland. You should go and try to find somewhere there that has better uh, religious or medical uh, (laughs) facilities that are better equipped to help you with this problem. And they're like, okay. So they do try to go back and nobody will take him. They're just like, we want no part no. of this. Just no. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> so they're like, um, now what? And Father Bowden's like, I guess come back to St. Louis. We'll try again. <laughs> Why would he just go out there? I don't, I mean, I think he potentially went with them to try and help him find, like, to find mm. places. But they were like, yeah, I, uh, we don't want any part of this chaos. <laughs> right. So then we get to day 26, where he is checked into the Alexian Brothers Hospital, which was run by an ancient order of Catholic monks. Nice. I know. I just, I always think of the monks from um, Monty Python. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and they, uh, these particular a group of monks were known in, uh, specifically for their secrecy and their treatment of extreme cases like Roland's. So they're like, well, hopefully this is the place to be. I'm going to vote it wasn't. <laughs> um, uh, at this point, things continue until day 29 when Halloran decides to take him to an outdoor uh, retreat. He's like, maybe, I don't know, maybe some fresh air will help. <laughs> and so uh, they go and they're walking the stations of the cross in the garden, which in case you wanted to know, because I've always heard this and had no fucking clue what it meant. I guess there are 14 different stations of the cross and it's basically the like steps or actions that Jesus took on his way to his crucifixion. Ugh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So there's, there's a depiction of one through 14 of like these different, like vignettes i guess basically from from the day so you know that sounds cheerful Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) um, but yeah i had never known i had heard the stations of the cross but had no idea what that meant so they're walking along they're going through the garden things seem fine until they reach the 14th and final station showing jesus being placed in the tomb 
And this, for some reason, triggers Roland, and he runs hell for leather towards the edge of the nearby cliff. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, he nearly makes it off of the cliff, but Halloran manages to tackle him at the last minute. And Roland snaps out of it with absolutely no idea what happened or how he got, you know, tackled. On right. The what the fuck are you on top of <laughs> me? What are you doing? <laughs> crazy priest. <laughs> right. Oh, I was going to make a real bad joke there. Nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> Again? Jeez. Right. I thought this is for the bedroom uh, only. Nobody. Nope. Nope. All right. <laughs> <laughs> They just make it so easy. I just wonder if this kid is like having like a psychotic um, break. Yeah, like if he's just like if there's something legitimately wrong with his brain, and it's just it's manifesting legitimately wrong with his brain. The question is: is it legitimate to say that you are um, possessed by the devil? Um. Okay. Uh, so poor Roland almost goes flying off of a cliff, but luckily Halloran tackles him. He does not make it. Um, at this point, everyone is exhausted, and they're beaten down by the process, which is making it just harder and harder to continue. The father Bowden has lost 40 pounds and has developed oozing boils from the weeks of fasting and emotional and physical toil on his body. Okay, so maybe he should stop fasting. It's part of the rites. Like, I... Yeah. It's not working. It's not working. Um, So, yes, poor Father Bowden needs to eat anything and take a vacation. But he's he's in it to win it. And on day 34, during the rites, Roland begins complaining that the religious medals that were hanging around his neck were burning him. But the priests are like, cool, that means it's working. So they... (laughs) I don't think they said it like that, but basically... (laughs) They did, they did. Yeah, we're like, like cool, it's like, cool hey, story, bro. <laughs> I think these are burning my skin, and they're like, yeah, bro, like, cool totally. story, bro. Do <laughs> you means it's working, lift? Bro. <laughs> <laughs> totally, bro. <laughs> uh, and so, so they continue, and they force a crucifix into his crucifix into his hand, which sends him into massive convulsions. So, I guess that also means it's working. <laughs> I mean, when you decide that everything no. literally is working, you're like, yeah, it's having it an effect. It seems to be getting worse. That means it's working. <laughs> right? So, so, yeah, so now he's convulsing, uh, burning. Things are, things are, they're going great. Um <laughs> And Bowden at this point is desperately trying to get the demon to give up its name because that is thought to be like a really powerful key in getting rid of a uh, demonic possession is knowing its name. Um, when all of a sudden Roland says in a deep masculine voice, quote, he has to say one more word, one little word. I mean, one big word. He'll never say it. I am always in him. I may not have much power always, but I am in him. 
he will never say that word. Oh, shit. What's the word? Virgin? <laughs> like a virgin. And then he started singing Madonna 40 I'm gonna, years early. I'm going to vote that the one word was his name, which I don't understand why can't we can't call him Satan. Right. Can't we call him Luis? What if that was it? What if that was actually his name? He's oh just Louis the Damon. It, no, Louis <laughs> the Damon. Oh, what if the devil's name is Lewis? Like they did they try that? Oh my god, Lucifer. Lewis. Mm-hmm. Close, close. Oh dang, girl. Oh what? He was that wasn't the, the word. Do we know what the <laughs> word was? What was the word? Yes. I'm getting there. <gasps> Tell me the word. You're not supposed to say it out loud. You're not supposed to say it. Well no, it's good. If you say it, he goes away. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. So so he's got this like crazy deep masculine voice, which he's a 13-year-old boy. He's like, does not have that yet. And then all of a sudden, Roland suddenly seems to break free from whatever's got him. And in a calm and clear voice says that he is actually Saint Michael. And he commands Satan to release him in the name of Dominus, which is the Latin word for Lord. And it's apparently the word he had to say. Huh. Mm -hmm. Dominus. Dominus. Latin. So I'm guessing, I don't know, the demon was banking on him not knowing Latin or something? or But St. Michael's like, bitch, I got this. I know Latin. (laughs) That is quite a face, Noodles. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I really wish I had screenshotted that one. I was... (laughs) (laughs) Thinking of the word Dominus. Weird name. <laughs> Dominus. Okay. So Roland then goes into the most violent convulsions yet. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Let this kid fucking poop in peace. <laughs> what am him do his thing? Um, like, is this kid shitting himself? Is that a thing? Because if is. I bet you that there's also flinging. But yeah, poop, there's, poop, there's. Ploop flings. Ploop? Yeah, we're <laughs> all ploop? got magical ways of saying shit today. We gotta have mush mouth, man. Sprangs. I, I really like sprangs. <laughs> sprangs. I want to start <laughs> Those using sprangs. Cut them real good. <laughs> I want to use sprangs all the time. Sprangs. I got a little twang in my sprang. <laughs> it puts a sprang in my step. Aww. Spray. Yeah. Okay, enough, enough of that bullshit. Keep going. Spring you. Right? Spring <laughs> off. I didn't like any of that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sucks to be you, you spring and springer. Oh, Jesus. All right. right. It's all springs like that. God. Um, okay. So <laughs> we're allowed to be mean to each other. You can't. Like, we we will come at you. Hardcore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Together. <laughs> With <laughs> With sprangs. sprangs. <laughs> I will cut you. Right? As we have learned, sprangs can do some damage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> now, granted, my bed is memory foam, so it's going to be a little harder to come across. Sprangs but are I, old school. She keeps rubbing I, her mattress on my skin, and I don't like it. <laughs> it she keeps saying, I'm going to sprang you good, boy. Come here, boy. The shape of my skin. <laughs> uh, it's no good. All right. 
Uh, so poor Roland, he's convulsing. Shit's not good. But during this time, he has a vision of himself and Saint Michael the Archangel pushing demons back into hell while chanting Dominus. He finally calms down and says simply, he's gone. And that was the end of it? It was. Dominus! All I can think of is like some operatic like things going on. I don't like it. I don't like I don't like any of this. <laughs> a few weeks later, the family returned to Maryland and Roland would eventually write to Bowden how happy he was. And it seems that after this, he remained a Catholic and he goes on to be a legit fucking rocket scientist with NASA. Nice. Yeah. And as really? far as, Yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. for him. I know. Um he, as far as I could find, he never spoke publicly about his ordeal, and he passed away in 2020. Ah, uh, fuck. Mm-hmm. 2020 COVID. got him. I don't know. It didn't say. So, all in all, there were 48 eyewitnesses who signed off on the crazy shit that they saw during the month plus of his possession in an ecclesiastical document. But, of course, the church refuses to confirm or deny if it was a true possession and exorcism. Hmm. They're like, yeah. Well, well you know. Mm, I don't know. Mm, sure. Mm, mm, eh. It was sprangy. I don't know. It's a sprang mm. thing. <laughs> Just going to say that now to bother noodles. Okay. It's- I'm going to look up the word cringy. there's just a picture of lizza um eventually bits and pieces of what there was a picture of lizza (laughs) (laughs) indeed uh no eventually there are bits and pieces of the first part of all of this like before it went to the catholic priest that's leaked to the press they think that it's probably from the lutheran pastor that he saw first Mm -hmm. and so that kind of stokes people's interest but there's not really enough of it for it to really grab traction um, but then in the 70s, the Alexian Hospital was being demolished and workers stumbled across a locked room. In it, they find a copy of the diary that Bishop had written locked in a desk, which was then also conveniently released to the public. The Catholic Church had basically taken the original diary and hidden it, in, hidden it away so nobody could see it. So, now you have, like, the full details. This was then all taken and turned into the Exorcist book, which then, of course, became the movie. And so there you have the story, the true story of the Exorcist. And then, as a last little bit of weirdness, there is an investigator who claims that he met with a priest who took him to a mental ward in one of their, like, church facilities, or, you know, church-run facilities, I don't know. And in one of these rooms, he was told there was a priest who had been involved in the exorcism and had taken the demon from Roland, only to be locked away until the end of his days when he passed in 1983 which is a eerily similar ending to the movie. Mm. Mm. No. 
No? No. Mm-mm. Why not? Yeah, so we're totally going to watch this movie. Oh, I don't want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck all you all. I've already been exposed to this shit. Ugh, I don't know what it is about this one. Like, I know that it's probably cheesy at this point. Like, it's I, not. No, no, it's no, it's, it's it's terrifying. I uh, yeah, I just it's not. I, it's not. It's just it's legitimately terrifying. Wait again. How do you know you haven't fucking watched it? No, I've seen it as a kid. I saw it. No, oh, okay. I just looked away at a lot of those scenes that probably would have scarred me mm-hmm. and made yeah. my my booty hole. Clinch. <laughs> Baka. Disappear. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It just like <laughs> I legit. Okay, so in college, I was like home by myself one day. It, I think it was Halloween, and I was watching one of those like you know top one hundred scariest movies of all time, and it was just like a list, right? And they're talking about the movies, and they get to the Exorcist. Because you were watching v- VH1, right? I think right. I was. Yes, because yeah. um, I'm old. Thank you. Uh, with commercials and everything. And then we just watched what it all commercials? It was just on TV. Which is honestly like what a lot of the internet is right now, too. So. It is, yes. Um, but they get to the exorcist and they show legit one scene. One scene. That's it. Not even like one of the like really horrible scenes. And I was so fucking flipped out i had to turn on like every light in the apartment i had to lock every door like check yes. everything but did you see the puppet that they made know. for the movie because no why 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 are you terrifying. doing this because i had to see it like two seconds ago i saw it so anyways all right so we we've killed some people well exercise died so that's cool. No, that's well. That's not true. That's yeah. Actually, it's. Not, I mean, they, was... everybody died, but that's because of old age. No, no. There was, was the five people from the that's... movie, the two people in the movie that died, and then the like. I guess there was like two other people that died, and one person who almost died. I totally don't remember anybody dying. Okay, cool. I'm glad you listened. I mean, I do. It's um, I'm told that it's my ADHD and that I don't have an executive memory function and that I should be nicer to myself about these things. But also, I can't remember shit. So, like, me giving you shit for it is, like, a dick move. I mean, your comment. Don't put that on her. Don't put that on her, Lolo. She needs to be able to make fun of you. Everyone needs to be able to make fun of each other. You can't box her in because of your disability. I can't. You think somebody without legs doesn't want people to make fun of him with because he doesn't have legs? Because of leg jokes? I, I no, mean, no, come no. on. No, here's how that goes. If I didn't have you, legs, I'd make fun if, of myself. If I didn't have legs, I would find ways. Shorter. Right. <laughs> I would find ways for people to make jokes about my, like, I'd just give them this opening to make a horrible joke about my lack of legs. And right. then I would shame them for doing it. And then right. I would laugh. I'd be like, no, that was a really good one. <laughs> no, I think it's what a real I would do. slapper, but I don't have any. <laughs> I think what I would do is I, I'd like at the supermarket, I'd, <clears throat> in line, I'd like motion for somebody to come near me and they would all ultimately always do it because I don't have legs, right? They come close and I'd tell them like a, a funny joke that I would want them to tell me uh, and me to me and my girlfriend and then they'd say it out loud and then I'd do exactly what you just did. I'd just look at them like, you're a not even funny. funny. <laughs> I don't do have legs. How much worse funny? can it get? Right. 
And then I'd ask my girlfriend to put me on the conveyor belt to go through. <laughs> I'd like in this are- scenario that you aren't married to your yeah. wife anymore. Yeah. You've, you've degressed into. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know why that is. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I still say my slave woman. Um, right. Oh, and that goes well. Right. It No, doesn't really go that well. <laughs> <laughs> not for you know alexis His is so preservation is just really not not, great. not intact not a strong no. muscle all right well we did the thing y'all mm-hmm. we're, we, we are done it. with exorcism for the moment i'm sure we will come back because... maybe we should start making badges on the front of the thing of like whether or not this episode is mom save <laughs> mama Ducky Wait, a, a mom safe yeah yeah we definitely safe. should do that I don't feel like any of them are mom safe. I mean, some are more less. So. <laughs> All right. We'll just have. No. It could have a, like gonna... a rating system. Like it's three moms safe, two moms safe. Like <laughs> are all three of our mothers like allowed to listen to this episode? I don't feel like my mom would listen to any of the episodes. Yeah. My because she doesn't love you. Does. Mm, yeah. Your doesn't, yours doesn't either. Right. But she like overly loves you, so that's she weird. doesn't. She loves. She overly loves no, the no, no. She nullified. Loves the, the idea comes. of who I am, but the more she talks to me, the more I shatter that illusion. <laughs> it's oh, true. It's true. yeah, 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 yeah. See, She'll my like, mother. No, she always says, "I didn't raise you that way," and then I belch some more. See, my mother, um, I think, wants me to be a very nice person. <laughs> Right, right. No, again, I think can't this can't happen just, because I wouldn't. I just I don't, don't give a shit about what other people think I, anymore. Would you listen to a show that your child made? No, no, I don't think I would. Either. <laughs> I don't know because they're 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 bright, they're going to be whiny they're, little shits. Uh, yeah, you know, whiny I could never shits. keep a journal because I also hated my like. I was just like, oh, pff, this is just dribble. Are you doing the kid thing? You you doing the kid thing at all? The anti kid no. thing? No, are yeah, you doing the kids? No, you're the only one dumb enough to do that. Oh shit! Oh, you're gonna do kids? I'm just. Yeah, waiting. I think so. Because they keep. I know they keep saying though, like we're gonna do it in a little bit, which is exactly what Jay and I do. No, no, no. We we have a date. We've been mm-hmm. saying October of the of next year after you mm-hmm. know she has a year in her in her career. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not like an ambiguous. Yeah, we'll we'll get uh-huh. around to it. Yeah, no, I I had the same thing. It was we were going to be married for a year, and then we were gonna then we were gonna work on the kids thing. All I can yeah, say you guys have is always been not wanting kids. No, she it, wanted legit, kids. On our very first date, we talked to each other about wanting to get married and have kids because that was not mm. something that uh, previous relationships were interested in, and so before we even. Before we even like started dating, we're like, "Is this something that you are interested in? Because if not, it's not worth it." Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think that um, you know, Alexis probably has been guilt tripped enough into wanting to have kids Ugh. for the sake of sanity. Um, yeah, because I she really, should, I you know, know because that's the only way that she really needs to have kids is, is by guilt trip. I want to yeah, know. She doesn't. She didn't want them. It's just you and your right. whole last of the line shit. Right. I know. Bullshit. I yeah. want to know from our listeners who have children. I know you are. 
would you ever take if you could have a reset button? <laughs> would would you? you take it? I, well, I was talking to my coworker today, and they he was telling me about him and his wife had this whole like conversation slash fantasy about not having kids. <laughs> they have two and, now, and they love and, them dearly. But and I do like I do realize that people out there that there are some people that like having kids is awesome and amazing. And yeah, right, you know, good for you. I don't want to fucking hear from you. Sometimes, I I, like, actually, I think it was it might have been today or yesterday. <laughs> I was like, man, it's almost October, <gasps> and I was like, I was like, yeah, you know, I've got a year before your life gets for those. <laughs> Those kids come around. Um, I mean, again, go check. I I feel like excellent birth control and also affirmations for myself is going on to like uh, the Reddit threads and be like uh, under my favorite one was um, women with kids. What did they not tell you about pregnancy? Oh, shit balls is all I have to say. Oh, I'm fully expecting Alexis to be like. Yeah, you thought she was savage now. She's going to be a perfect person after that. Nine months savagery. Yeah, no, there was was the level of crazy shit that goes on while you're pregnant is too damn high, is all I have to say. What does that mean? Right. I'm a very conservative person. I don't like things changing too much. Oh, so So then that's exactly the opposite. It will change everything. Of not right. changing right. is literally changing everything. Not if I not if I build a basement underneath the floor and I lock them away for years on end. No, that's not. There's how someone that works. who did that. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We should do a story on them. I will. <laughs> Good. <laughs> All right. On that cheerful note. Okay. <laughs> I'm just waiting. Also, like Alexis is basically my carbon copy, so I'm just waiting for her to get to the point of being like, fuck this shit. I don't want those things inside of me. So, anyways, mm-hmm. uh, she'd yeah. lose too much. What you? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, um, noodles. I just wanted to let you know that I'm gonna open this door. <gasps> Spooky. <laughs> mostly, because, mostly because I farted. <laughs> you were hotboxing yourself. My yeah, mouth is open. Not good. Not good. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Okay. Like, what does it smell like? Dinner? Like, Farts? what's that? What does that smell like? Vegetables. Um, vegetables. It was actually oh, not no. horrible, but. Give, give me a, a flavor good. profile no, of this thing. No, we're done with no, this. I think done. we should go. Bye. Tell me, Sarah, smell. <laughs> Rate, review, subscribe. <laughs> Hit up iTunes. Uh, please give us five stars. <sighs> <sighs> Okay. I'm sorry for telling you that I was opening the door. Yeah, seriously, you should have just scared him and played dumb. Yeah. Because he. Oh, God. Anyways, on that note, uh, we'll talk to you next week and goodbye from me. Bye. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. You can check out our website at todieforpodcast.com. 
If you'd like to follow us, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at To Die For Podcast, as well as our fluffy fam on Instagram at To Die For Podcast underscore fluffy fam. If you'd like to send us an email, to die for podcast at gmail.com. Cover art is thanks to Joelle Haight, and original music was created by Vincent Amston. Have a spooky day.